Hi, welcome to the third space, and it's time to cuff your pants. Wait, what? Why would you arrest pants? You cuff criminals, Kevin. Wait, what? You don't slap criminals, you, you cuff criminals. Wait, what? Why would you give a criminal gloves? And what does this have to do with cuffed pants? Wait, what? The only reason I mentioned pants was because I was thinking off the top of my head, you know? I was trying to act off the... Uh, it was off the... Off the... Thinking off the pants. <laughs> thinking off the pants. Is that a euphemism for thinking dirty, Kevin? You, hor- you horny boy? Uh- <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Why do these words enter my headphones? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the third space, everybody. I'm Jeremy Berkeley. <laughs> Good evening, Jeremy. Welcome to my abode. That's, I mean, Ke- you know, that's Kevin Weir. He's still not here. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen your face. I have some questions for you. Sure. What are your uh, questions for me, Kevin? Are, are you still the same? Are you still the same man that I remember all those months ago? No. I've changed, Damn. Kevin. Damn. I've changed. I'm more unkempt. <laughs> <laughs> a question I got legitimately going to ask, because with you, it really depends. Um... Hair and beard length. Um, well, I did shave my head once during uh, this separation. I did too. So it is short. Yeah. Uh, but it's grown out a little bit. And I did shave my beard off once, but it's back to full beard. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we uh, when we had to do that play in university? And we oh, had yeah. To be the, like- the humorous <laughs> magistrate where I couldn't yeah. shave or get a haircut for six months. Yes, yeah, I, rem- I remember that, Kevin. <laughs> we had to be vagrants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was wild hair. Yeah, that was um that was really crazy. That was one of the times in my life. I also had another time where I couldn't shave or, or do anything for four months, but um I remember shaving going for a straight razor after that show. <laughs> uh and then showing up um the next uh, day at school. Yeah. University and uh, everybody just losing their minds because they had forgotten that I had skin under my under my hair. I think you actually showed up at the cast party and did like some shaving there. Uh, I showed up and I think I I like shaved off all the underbeard stuff. Yeah, I feel I feel like I remember that being a thing. There was a cast party, and you arrived, and you're like, "I gotta get as much of this off of me as I can right <laughs> yeah, now." I, I was pretty done with it. I was like, "Get this shit away from me!" <laughs> this straight raise is going somewhere. I gotta do something. <laughs> I gotta do something with this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, it's the 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 hair is staying staying at least not wild man this time. No, no, no. I'm I'm much better at uh, uh, I'm I groom when I am not concre- contractually obligated to not groom. <laughs> yeah, I I just feel like and people don't know this because they haven't seen you like I've seen you uh, <laughs> in general. I and mean, like one people, of your French girls. Yes, I know some, you're the only uh, one that's seen me like that. <laughs> <laughs> some people uh, who listen to this podcast have seen you, obviously, but I feel like you have you 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 adjust your look. A lot more than other people. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I believe I have about four signature looks over the course of my life, and I, I swap through them quite regularly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's not that like it's a different look every time. We're not talking about the you know I dye my hair a different shade every single every week and a half. No. I'm saying that you have certain looks and you cycle through them. So, so if I don't see you for a while, I'll be like, ah, now we're getting like full. Full shave, uh, head like hair trimmed down. We're getting that Jeremy. Oh, for a so it's, while. it's skinhead Jeremy. <laughs> skinhead, skinhead Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's wild man Jeremy. There's comes wild, up very rarely. Yeah. Wild man Jeremy. Uh, I can't do this anymore because my hair thinned. But there used to be Jesus Jeremy. Um, <laughs> but your hair goes up. <laughs> yeah, my hair grows up. Um, yeah. <laughs> up, up and out. Uh, up and out. Up and out. 
more more like Einstein. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Mad yeah. scientist Jeremy. That's um, the one. Yeah. And then just normal human being. Yeah, and, they, and then there's put put together Jeremy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Judgmental Jeremy, as we call him. Oh, is that what it's called? The one who's like, this is what a human shall look like. <laughs> Every other one is a strange outlier. Uh, no, I am the perfect man. That Jeremy was born in grade 11 when his physics teacher said, you need two things to be a real human being, a haircut and a job. <laughs> <laughs> Your physics teacher? <laughs> yes. That's not physics. That's prejudice. He was also a hockey coach. Uh, That that makes a little bit more sense. Not that he's teaching physics. It's all coming together. I like the idea that they're like that they're like we need someone to teach physics because uh, our school system is horribly underfunded. Uh, let's get the hockey guy to do it. Yeah, um, he knows about physics. He knows where pucks go. <laughs> uh, in complete uh, opposition to my changing of my looks, I feel like you have one look and you've had it since I've known you. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's because you you met me after the removal of the first look, which was long hair. Oh yeah, yeah, and then, <laughs> then yeah, I pretty much just sort of get a thing and stick with it. Though the the main problem is is that I get lazy of having to go out and get a haircut, so my hair goes too long, and then I go, ugh, I have to cut it all off, and then I just restart again, and it's a cycle. Yeah, well, when your hair gets long, though, you still got like two or three more weeks of wearing a hat over top of that. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> yeah, oh, hats. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode two hundred and eight, everybody. It's uh, kind of a two year. <laughs> Not two year. It's four, oh. year. it's four year, Kevin. Two hundred year. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how dare you, Kevin? Forget our fourth anniversary. Um, yeah, it was probably actually two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago, um, but two weeks uh, ago, but we were, that was too close to our two hundredth, and yeah, yeah, and and also this would have been if we didn't skip two weeks this year. Yeah, and we've never skipped weeks before. I feel like we had pretty good reasons. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, but we figured, uh, you know, this is a time to look back on the podcast. Let's do a throwback episode. Yeah, it's been it's been a while since we've done something like this and it was one of like the first series that we that we did that we kept coming back to. Yeah, yeah. So, we're going to do another superpower showdown. Uh Ooh, I'm going to pick superpower showdowns. I I remember them. I don't remember how I explained them, but I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. Uh, superpower showdown uh for the first half of the podcast, uh we'll go over one person's choice of superpower for an entire world, and then the second half, the other person will do the same, and then we're going to make them fight, and then we're going to make them kiss. I think unfortunately that's the other way around. I think we make them kiss first and then we make them fight because I think we do it in the worst way. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. we make them they, kiss then we make them yeah, fight. Yeah, we make them kiss and then they fight. <laughs> yeah. That's, it might be it might be the opposite way. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. Um no, no, no. It's de- it's definitely kiss then fight because I always thought about it like a really weird opening to a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, edge of, edge of the center. Touch gloves. Kiss Touch your partner. <laughs> kiss your partner. Fight. Um <laughs> I like how this also in this boxing match they don't call them opponents. They're partners. <laughs> yeah, they're partners. They're, they're fighting married. partners. Well, you have to be married before you box in this world i guess is your superpower that kevin legally <laughs> my superpower is really weird laws mm, uh, great well they exist in real life um yeah so the way that this gnome goes is that we go through each each person and th- the basic idea is usually we do it with that everybody has the power but we kind of adjust it as the power comes out because we don't know what each other are saying. We don't know. No, what, what we, we, we haven't talked about this beforehand. No. And we've never picked the same power yet. So. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go first. Yeah. And and we'll see how this goes. I We used to alternate, but I don't know who did the first last. This, <laughs> that, was, that was a long time ago. That, that was in the before times. <laughs> that was in the age of beginnings. Um <laughs> Uh, so, Kevin, my superpower is teleport by swapping. Okay. So, if I could guess what that is, I suppose it's that you can teleport, but someone has to go to your location and you go to their location. Yeah. Um, I also think that this can be applied to certain objects. 
uh, that have an equal mass to you. Okay, so does it just does it just have to be other? Cool. Can the other people be of a different mass than you? Yeah, I think with people you got a little bit more of like leeway, but if it's a non-living person who's not actively making the decision, it's got to be pretty close to your body mass. Okay, that seems fair because we've done this many times when we've done powers or many worlds. There is a inherent power to consciousness and someone being able to be like, yes. Like you – by that logic, then also you probably wouldn't be able to swap someone who's sleeping unless if they're a similar weight to you. I think you cannot swap with another person unless they consent to the swap. Mm, but objects always consent? Uh, uh, I mean, I guess. You know you know what? I think that's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yes? Uh, <laughs> look, I'm not an objectomologist, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm not a doctor of objects. Um... Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I think this is uh, – those are the two stipulations for the power. Well, uh, I, I also think, you know, we're going to have to talk about what distance is reasonable. I mean, I imagine any distance that you can make that person agree to swap with you. I guess that's true. We're, we're already going through the, the, hoops, the, the hoops of that – they have to. They have to agree to it. That's, why that's can't you, true. Why can't you yeah. be on a phone call with someone you know in mainland <laughs> Thailand? Um, and does Thailand have a mainland? <laughs> why am I saying these things? <laughs> uh, in Thailand, I'm losing my mind. In, in Thailand, <laughs> in Thailand, on the land, <laughs> in the land of Thai, you have your phone up and you're like, "Hey, <laughs> let's swap." And he's like, "Yeah, let's do it." And you're in each other's locations. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. The 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 stipulation of ha- both people having to be like, yes, let's do this. Yeah, uh, means that we don't really have to worry about distance because there's it limits the power. Yeah. On the other hand, objects. I think. I think the thing with objects is that you have to at least be aware the object is there. Yeah, and it, of course it has to be a similar size to you, which means you could potentially. Take a rock that's about the size of you, put it somewhere, like in, I don't know, Banff. Uh, <laughs> lots, lots of rocks there. That'll in probably ma- work. In mainland Banff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can put a rock there, and then when you're sitting at home, you're like, I want to go to Banff. Fortunately, I know where that rock is. And then you concentrate, and there's a rock where you are, and you're in Banff. Yeah. Now, I will say, Kevin, that it's uh, it might be a little bit more difficult than most people are thinking because your mass changes over time. Yeah. You'll uh, you'll you also, you know, have to probably practice it. Yeah. And I, I think I think also, uh, you know, uh, if, if it is a rock, somebody might come, come by and break the rock. <laughs> well, yeah. If it's, if it's not there, you just you're like you're trying you're like, I want to go to Banff. I want to go to Banff. You're like. Oh, man, somebody broke my – even if they just move your rock. Yeah, because you won't know where it is anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not in the place you think it is. It's essentially the, the equivalent of calling someone's phone and they change their phone number so you just get dial tone. Yeah. Now, if somebody puts puts a very similar rock in that same position that is very close to your mass, you'll switch. And then maybe in your house someone will be like, that's not the rock. Yeah, that's and, a slightly different rock. Yeah, but it still works, I guess. Ah, whatever. Uh, Who cares? Uh, I will say, I think like it's got to be pretty close. Like it's got to be like within one kilogram I'm, of 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 your of your mass. I always think that because uh, these innate powers that we give people are innate powers that we give people, there should be a way to train it. So I think if you're very good, you essentially just widen the the area that you can switch with. That yeah, you, you're, you're you're like if I cut my hair off. <laughs> well, no, I think I think I think it's more like if you practice the specific skill of teleporting, you're like, ooh, I can teleport between anything that's off by like two kilograms of my weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being able to double that to that level, I don't think is is stupid. Yeah, because um, it, it gives I, you way more options, but it's not horrible. Well, no, and it, and it's still it. It's, it does the thing that I always think power should do, which is rewards people who actually invest in the power. Yeah. Because yeah. you, could, you could just be someone who's like, I don't really care about exercising. I got a dude who will go to a store for me and we'll just swap out so I don't have to walk. 
because I guess I'm rich <laughs> and lame. I mean, that's 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 true. But also, remember, they swap with you. So the rich person would be like, mm, I can't be in my house when we swap. Hold on a second. <laughs> I mean, presumably they've that someone they hired to go to a place and then they don't have to travel. Yeah, but do you really like do you think a rich person really wants you in their bedroom? No. Even if you hired even if you're like hired help, they don't really want that unless you're there to clean. Well, no, but that's their job. They've hired some like they've hired wait, wait, someone you're to saying do that. there's a new type of butler, Kevin? There's a go over there for me butler? What did you think I was referring to? You call someone up like an Uber? Yeah. Which, which yes is definitely a thing, but that's more of a poor person thing. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That is that is for the plebs. <laughs> that is that is for the the dirt people. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I see uh I see you've become part of the upper middle class. <laughs> I am the 1% of teleporters. I have a butler who has worked for my family for generations, traveling to location so I may swap and he'll come back to my house. You can tell it's him because he's had the same bike since 1970. Well, I can definitely imagine that as we get to you know this year, uh, and we we've access we've access to all these uh, these apps, all these connections, that there'll be some sort of service that's like, hey, where do you want to go? And you're like, I want to go to London, and then you go online, you find someone who wants to go to where you are, and you agree to swap essentially. Yeah, no, I uh, I definitely think they're in the in the future, like where. In the modern time, there'd definitely be apps like that. But you However, have to be very careful because you, if you do, because it could just be somebody whose like parachute has broken, and, <laughs> and how, they're like, "Oh God, I gotta find somebody to swap with." How quickly do you think that person is popping out an app, <laughs> just going like, "All right, scroll through, scroll through, scroll through, scroll through." I feel like they're not going to be super picky. Um, <laughs> Well, no, but they still, have to, they still have to do the process. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you jump out of an airplane, Kevin, most most free falls are at least a, a couple minutes long. Yeah, but at what point there do you realize your parachute isn't working? Closer to the ground than you'd like. Yeah, closer to the ground than you'd like, but you've got a chance to swap out and kill somebody else. What an insane... What an insanely specific concept. What I was thinking, <laughs> what I was thinking actually is more of the person lied about where they are and now now all of a sudden, boom, you're a prisoner. It doesn't work like that though cuz you the 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 thing is a swap. You need some inherent knowledge of where the other person is. I mean, yeah, I I don't know if you need to know exactly where they are. I think I think for the person you just need to know you're swapping with a person. Okay, you know what? Let's run with that. I like that. I like the I like the idea of, of prisoners being like, "Hey, want to swap with me? I'm in Maui." <laughs> like, no, like I don't know. This is an unverified teleport account. Yeah, that's that's why these accounts have to be like. It's it's the sort of thing. It's it's like when all of these things first started, and they were just sort of like unre- unregulated, like the wild wild west. Or yeah. right now, when they're unregulated, <laughs> like the wild wild west. Uh. <laughs> Or five years from now, and hopefully they're not unregulated like the Wild Wild West. But right now, this app, when it first comes in, maybe it is just like, oh, they're like, oh, we're not even think, we're not even considering that if somebody just gets access to this thing somewhere else, they can use it for. Are you are you kidding, Kevin? There would be zero amount of time before somebody was like, you know, why there would be zero amount of time. Because somewhere, someone out there is going to be like, wait a minute, you mean I can't stop illegal immigrants from coming to my country by building a wall? <laughs> I mean, you can, just your people have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you telling me somebody wouldn't be like, hi, I'm in Mexico, right here, like, posts a picture, it's a beautiful beach. <laughs> it's like, I would like to be in the United States. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's exactly what you'll get. <laughs> Yeah, and and the and that you'll you'll get people who are upset by that. You'll you'll when when they were doing that whole thing with the wall, and people were being like, you understand how the planes work, right? Instead, the people were like, you understand that there's an app that allows you to swap <laughs> positions with you, someone, right? You realize we have the ability to teleswap, and we've had it since the beginning of time. <laughs> you you remember that, right? Hmm. But I don't think that that means it would like. You remember that people can catapult rocks the same mass as themselves over your wall and teleswap with them? Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that, was, that was definitely an invasion tactic. 
Yeah. Like in the past is they would they would find rocks that are about your size. And and, and in the past, people have trained themselves to the point that they can teleswap with with masses that are like kilograms off of what they are. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, they'll be like, oh, I saw that merchant go in with like 12 sacks of grain. I can teleswap with one of those sacks because I'm pretty pretty much the weight of a sag of grain. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's worth trying. And then I'll just then I'll just walk out, and we'll have a sack of grain. Because <laughs> there's no um, uh, what do you go? like there's no there's no squelching or anything. There's nothing where it's like you've you've teleported wrong. No, no. I so mechanically the way that I'm imagining essentially how this teleswap works, and the reason why objects because essentially at that point you're forcing an object to kind. I mean, it because an object is neutral, you can't like. It's like if a person says, no, I don't want to teleswap with you, you're pushing against their negative not wanting to move. Yeah. Um, versus an object which has no preference to moving or not moving. Absolutely. So, yeah, so you can swap with them if you're a similar size because I think literally it must be that you have to displace their same weight in both areas. So the idea is when you're training, you are you're w- making your body literally be able to withstand displacing more like yeah, because you're you're basically creating a vacuum. It's like yeah. getting the splashback after a cannonball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that. Or, I think that's or a good. belly flop, I guess. <laughs> so, I, so I think in the in the past, as we said, uh, it it has a lot of a lot of good uses for invading places, like launching rocks. Well, or I I think it becomes much more difficult to have kingdoms. How um, so? Well, because one, it's easier for people to move around, uh, and two, uh, localized goods that are in a, like any range of human mass possibility are so easily stolen. Yeah, but then what you would do is you just wouldn't ship things in a range of human mass. Either you'd ship them so heavy that a person but, would not be that weight or except ship them in the, in the past, in the past, Kevin, like horses were something only rich people could have. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. But Jeremy, we, if, I guess you could, I guess you could make a bunch of really small bags. Well, yeah. And, what, what, yeah. you're, you're, you're talking as if people are not aware that people can just swap. Yeah. yeah. Like, position with that. Now, of course you do have to deal with the fact that if you swap somebody, like, swap with somebody who's, you said doesn't even have a horse is just like walking a handcart or something. Yeah, you're there. <laughs> you're behind <laughs> them. You swap in. They turn around and go, "Oh, you well now I have you." <laughs> so either you swap back with my food, <laughs> or I own you, <laughs> or you make it that your food is the same weight as you. So if it is stolen, <laughs> you can swap back to your food and be like, "Ah, I got y'all now." No, you would swap your food. <laughs> It'd just be back where it was. Yeah. <laughs> but you'd have them? <laughs> no, you'd be in the middle of their ambush. Yeah. <laughs> Are they ambushing or is it just one guy? <laughs> well, I feel like bandits usually just, work in at least ju- pairs. Just to be clear, your idea here is that either one, <laughs> the bandits send one person in alone to you, who at that point is ready because you're transporting things the weight of a person. Like you realistically, you even well, even, you even just as as the bandit Kevin, you just need to set up a rock somewhere about the same mass as you. Switch with the bag of grain and then switch with the rock. <laughs> yeah, going back to my initial idea, you just wouldn't want to transport things that look like that weight, or you'd want to disguise the weight. You'd put in you put in a bag with a bunch of potatoes, but also just some like cotton to make it look heavier. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, they, so <laughs> you'd, you'd you'd stuff bags like preteens in their bras. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no people. I, there was still this wouldn't do anything to stop the advent of kingdoms. People would just adjust to it. Would- I guess I guess what it means is that either you're shipping a lot of stuff all at once or you are shipping things in more containers to if, because you you need them to not be in the the yeah. same weight range as a human. What what you would get a, what you'd see a lot more of is like it's not actually the stealing of objects. What this does it allows for easier infiltration if you can pay off one person. Cuz Well, this- it's it's infiltration but it's also travel, right? 
yeah, travel, but I like if, if in in this world, Kevin, yeah. it's very easy to check if the grass is actually greener on the other side. Well, but you have to agree. You you the problem is that you still have to have somebody else over there. You have to be able to communicate them in a time where you cannot communicate at the same moment. Like essentially, you have to send a letter to someone. Yeah, they have to send a letter back and be like on the on the morrow on on Saturday at two p.m. Do try to swap with me, and we'll both be in agreement at that moment, and we shall swap. <laughs> because you yeah can't- yeah it's difficult. I think probably the way that people would actually use it, Kevin, is like a relay. Somebody would be like, okay, we've uh, there's three of us, and two of us have to get to this town. So what we're going to do is I'm going to start running and in an hour when I'm tired, somebody else is going to swap out for me and they're going to keep running. And then we're I mean, just going to cycle I back mean, no. and forth until we get there. No, I'll tell you. Are you talking about like let's say traveling a message, for example? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. If someone has a message, what you would do is that you would ha- what you would have, you said, a relay but less of like – you're talking about like a sport relay. I'm talking about a literal relay. You would have someone stand there, look to like like look through a uh, telescope at a mountain where someone's on a mountain. They would swap positions. Then you and your new position would look at the next one, and you two would swap <laughs> positions, and you would just bounce this person across the world. You're, you're right. It would be watchtowers like in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Except instead of lighting them on fire, you teleswap. Well, you still light them on fire to let you know it's time to teleswap. That's true. But yeah, but yeah. that would be so much easier than running. I'm tired. We swap out so a new person can run. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Your version of medieval people is smarter than mine. Well, <laughs> no, your version of medieval people has some really weird obsession with swapping into grain carts. <laughs> but, but this, I don't know. I don't know, man. I came up with the power of trying to figure out how it changes the world. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that this is necessarily that smart. And the people will still do the relay thing. But the thing is that there's a lot of very intelligent people out there who are just like, why are we – like in the past, why would we run? We can just – I can stand – we can stand on two opposite sides. We can swap to each other. We've had this ability since the beginning of time. We've had a lot of – like what what you would do to hunt animals is you'd put up like a a bait that is that is like a good weight. And then when they get close, you'd swap in and stab the animal. <laughs> I don't know if – that's necessarily the best strategy because usually when shocked animals lash out and most animals are stronger than us <laughs> well but that's well yeah but our the current way of hunting is also sort of sneak up on animals and hope you kill them first that's true at least this way you sneak up on them quicker and you're the one who's ready that's animals true. can't tell a swap they can't you're right if you got a dog that's your own weight though and train it very well you can tell a swap with a dog well that's why people pay kids to be dog swappers what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> That's why people pay kids to be dog swappers. Okay. Do oh, you want to go into further into that? or No, it's just it's easier for a kid to be the same weight as a dog than a full-grown adult. Okay. Why is a kid swapping with a dog, though? I don't know. You said if you got a dog, so I just riffed off it, man. Well, yeah, but that was, I was thinking more of like a hunter with his like hunting companion. Okay. I've got, I've got one, Kevin. Okay. That I think you'll agree with. <laughs> All right. Sure. Uh, mailmen. Yeah. There'll be post offices and, and basically uh, one post office will be like, I've got a bag here. It's 56 kilograms and it says here that you're 55 kilograms. Do you think you could just teleport? It's it's all going to your city. <laughs> well, we're, well, we're also talking about this, this weird thing of like, do you know what deadheading is? I don't know what deadheading so is. So in things like planes or trains, not actually automobiles – uh, if you're trying to get a crew from one place to another, but they're not working a job, like usually if you're a pilot or you're a train conductor, you would like get on the train, you take it off, and then you start work at the next place. Sometimes because of just the way that crews are working, a conductor or a pilot or a crew just gets on a plane or gets on a uh, train and just rides it to the next location where they will work. Yeah, like a passenger. Yeah, they ride as a passenger. That's called yeah. deadheading because they're because they're essentially traveling without working. You would get you would also get a lot of that in this where they would just have weights around and they would yeah. like like oh we got to get this guy here to do a shift, but we we don't have anyone to swap with him. We don't have any of this, so we just build a thing that to make it to create. And I guess if it's in a sack, it's fine. 
Yeah, as long as it's in a container. All right. So you put it in a sack, and you're like, okay, we got the weight of this person. Swap it out. They've been deadheaded, and they can break it down at the other location. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you're, you're right. You're right. It will help transportation in a very odd way, kind of for people. But I think that the entire process of, like, building something else up to get someone across might really be almost like first-class travel. Yeah, yeah. Because because you don't have to sit in in the travel thing. You just end up there. Yeah, because think of how many things you have to be like. All right, there's how many passengers on this uh, on the Titanic that's going across the ocean. We have to build a thing for each single one of them. That'll take forever. Send them on the boat. Well, I think that flying machines will exist in this world, Kevin. I don't think it'll ever become commercially viable. Uh, because people would rather just build containers and swap that way. Well, uh, well, and also the question is, when do they come in opposed to the time when, when when easy communication comes in that we do open up that app that just allows you to meet with someone and be like... <laughs> probably probably eventually, eventually this app, after it was first rushed out by the produ- from the, you know, the, the, the development team, they were just like, here's this great idea. Ooh, a lot of things wrong with this, actually. They <laughs> oh, have, man, this fucks up everything. <laughs> they eventually put in a, a thing where it's actually a phone, like a camera. So you have to, so you actually have to have a video of you on their side, a video of them on your side. And then once you do that, then you can swap. Yeah, and you're holding each other's phones. No, I'm just kidding. The phones can go with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, the way I've been thinking about this entire time is essentially you actually have a somewhat like aura a little bit off your body that your possessions come with you as well. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kevin. Well, uh, that's the, all the time we have to talk about that one. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, so let's I, go to commercial. I think we got commercial. that pretty well. Do you yeah. agree? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I feel like we could have talked about it for another 20 minutes, but we just don't have the time. <laughs> Let's go to commercial. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by the following paid message. Hey, have you been injured by pills recently? Let us sue for you. Doesn't matter what kind of pills they are, we sue for all kinds of pills. There are so many ways to sue somebody. If you've got a pill, we can sue for it. If you got an injury and a pill, and those pills and the injuries somehow connect to each other, we'll figure out how to sue it. We sue anything. Our firm has done the most sues since 2018. And we know people out there saying things like, Hey, do you even know how law works? And we're like, Hey, that's a sue. You've been sued by us, the suing firm. All right, Kevin. Yes. It's your turn to step back in time to our retro podcast and give me your superpower. Right. My ability <laughs> is four words that make up one ability, and it's, it, it is an odd one. But, you know, we've, gone, we've done all the boring ones before. This is called <laughs> loyalty-based... Power replication. All right. Uh, could you elucidate that? Sure. Loyalty-based power replication is the idea of a person who can use the skills and abilities of anyone if they are loyal to them, like friends, families, or comrades. So are you saying if you're blood-related, you're automatically loyal? No, if no, because if you're not loyal, it's not loyalty, is it? Well, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. No, no, it's 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 literally that <laughs> if they if they're if they're loyal to you, if you have an allegiance, if if you you know are are buddies in a way that is like I, I will I, do things for yeah, you. Yeah, if you've got somebody's back, and if they've got your yeah. back. Yeah, I don't. I I I I don't actually know. Here's the thing. You don't have to have their back. Oh, they just they have just to have, have your have back. Your back. <laughs> yeah, though, though, depending depending on how people treat this, it could be that they're like, "Hey, um, <sighs> Derek, you know how you're really good at like at building decks? It's just that I tried to build the, a deck the other day, and I couldn't do it." I just didn't know how to do it. 
Now, I know you can drive really well because I can drive really well. Uh, I'm just wondering why you hate me so much. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, I actually have the good deck building from Lawrence. So it's not my thing. So it's actually Lawrence. Oh. Lawrence doesn't have your back. It's not me. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I, I, I'm so sorry, man. I, I just... I, I guess I guess I, I thought it was I thought it was your deck, but I didn't realize that it was it was Lawrence's. Um, here's the weird thing, though. Hmm? I asked Lawrence, and he said that it was yours. Well, I I got it from Lawrence, so I don't know why he's saying that. It's <laughs> crazy, man. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Like it could be, it could be something like that, but I love the idea of just being like, "No, man, it's not mine," because you only because it doesn't chain. It's directly from the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or else at that point, just essentially, you just have like hive mind groups, which is not what we're doing. This is loyalty based power replication. Yeah, uh, and I think the thing I like about this is that it encourages group diversity. It it, it it does it does encourage group, group diversity, but it also means the big thing I was thinking about that is that it means that if you are actually working in a place where you can get like everyone to follow one charismatic leader, that charismatic leader can do everything that everyone else can do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, think about like a sports team, Kevin. Yeah. If you're on a, a team with Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid has now all the skills of everybody on that team, yeah. and everybody has Connor McDavid's skills. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it, and yeah. the things like I, like I, I, I may, obviously I made the joke about how um, if you're if you're friends, you might be like, "Hey, I noticed that I don't have your abilities, but you have my abilities." But there are certain dynamics where that won't be a thing. Like if you're in an army, yeah, your was it your superior officer. Like maybe you don't have maybe you don't have all of their abilities because of whatever well, reason I mean, in, or another. In the situation for an army, the question is: is are you loyal to your comrades or are you loyal to your country? I think the big thing as well is that it has to be to make this work in any way that I think is interesting and not just like, well, then everyone has an ability. It has to be a level of loyalty. Yeah. Like if if it's just like, hey. You and your buddy go out for drinks every so often. You don't get each other's abilities. No. If 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 you if if you just if, like here if, here if, is if, here is the thing, Kevin. I think this yeah. is the best test for this, and you can let me know if I'm way off base. Sure. I think if you are not willing to move that person without like any sort of compensation, <laughs> like they don't get your ability. That is the legitimate example I was going to give. Yeah. Like if you're willing, if you're willing to move someone, but you're going to be like, oh, okay, fine, I'll move you, but if I have pizza there, no abilities. But if you are, if you are willing to move that person out of the goodness of your heart, they get your abilities. Yeah, one hundred percent. Here's the thing: you are not aware, honestly, if someone is getting your abilities. No. So you you may not you may be like oh I don't get his abilities but that's fine maybe we're not that close as I think we are uh, but he's like yes I do have your abilities I can tell you have my back now obviously this comes up um, a lot of these things are like anime is usually where this power comes from a lot of things like that uh, so. It, obviously, in those ones, the, it's like you 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 gain the powers of the people, like you can access the powers of all of your uh, your allies. But yeah. it's not a thing again in this world. In this world, I think is legitimately what I said it before. It's like, hey, that guy knows how to knit. <laughs> Sweet, gotta be Sweet. friends with him. I want to now. Make you some know sweaters. how to knit. <laughs> um, well, I got I got him to be friends with me. Here, here's a question that I have for you, Kevin. Yes. Um. If somebody has a skill, yep. but is connected to physical ability, like if somebody's amazing at bench pressing, yeah, and I that person has my back, they are loyal to me. Yeah, can I bench press as much as them, or am I held back by my physical limitations? Well, you know me, I like magic, <laughs> so I'm gonna say no. You can bench what they bench. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So basically you're saying that you now have that person's level of overall fitness as well. 
Well, yeah, I, th- I think it's the idea that, like, you have... That, that person's loyal to you. Like, if you think of this, like, in the universe of where this, this stuff comes from, um, you, that person has, quote-unquote, super strength. You have their super strength. Yeah. So in this case, it's like, yeah, you that person's loyal to you. You have their strength. Okay. Uh, so this this entire world is just squads then. Yeah, I think I think this is a world. This is this that, is a world where you've got your squad. Well, remember how you said you said that your world wouldn't really advance to a kingdom state. Yeah, I think this one will take forever to get past the kingdom state. Yeah, because everybody's gonna have like loyalty and allegiance things. Well, yeah, especially to like any sort of nobility, any sort of essentially leader type person. That person it becomes almost godlike as long as everyone's loyal to them. Well, it's not multiplicative, right? Or 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 additive. Like no, it, yeah. For instance, if like if we're using the Pope as an example, and we assume sure. that all Christians are loyal to the Pope, yeah. Um, you know, the Pope is only as strong as the strongest Christian. He's not as yes. strong as every Christian at the like working together no, no, at the same no, time. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, there are some pretty strong Christians out there, though. I mean, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but but the the idea being is that like not only is he as strong as the strongest Christian, he's as smart as the smartest Christian. He's as tactical as the ta- most tactical Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's an Uberman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get you get those sort of things, yeah. um, which means we a- you actually might get the thing where wars maybe are fought by proxy. Well, by the leader. Yeah. Because it's almost better for the leader to be like if the leader is killed. Well, here here's the thing, Kevin. It's yeah. It's a question of what type of society and leader you have, right? Mm-hmm. Like there might be a leader who's like, Yeah, absolutely. Like, I am the leader of this faction, you're all loyal to me, I should step up and do the fight, and then you're gonna have leaders who'll be like, No, protect me. <laughs> <laughs> Protect me while I hide behind this couch. I mean, yeah. No, yeah. no, I am not heading to this bunker. <laughs> we're, we're essentially we're running to the same thing that we get with a lot of these powers, where because it is a power based on earnestness, not 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 piousness, not being good, but earnestness. Like the uh, the the idea being that you cannot fake someone being loyal to you. Yeah, means that you have to be somewhat of a person. That people want to be loyal to. Yeah, you've you've got to have some sort of charisma um, to, to you in any number of ways, but you have to have something that will draw people towards you. Yeah, um, and and a funny funny thing happened on the way to the forum, Kevin. Most yeah. people don't really have your back unless you have their back. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you, you also need some sort of resources or uh, like a unifying uh, ideology or something like that. Well, I, I think essentially what you would get, the idea that I had, is that it would, it would at, through time, uh, because of the way that I think this works, is that you would have less of a monarchy and more of almost like an oligarchy mm-hmm. with like a group that's essentially in charge because they all have their backs and then people are loyal to them. Yeah, you would, you would have – what you would have is you would have squads and then sub-squads. I was ready to call them squads. I mean, it's what it is, Kevin. Yeah, your squads. <laughs> your sub-squads. Hashtag squad life. Um, Back in the ancient past, man would travel the land in squads. Well, they weren't called squads, though. They were called packs. <laughs> however, however, we do have some writings that said they were, in fact, called squads. Mm. These these squads <laughs> would, uh, would travel about... Uh, Going wherever they willed, doing what they would call squad goals. And when they achieved <laughs> their squad goals, they would say squad life. <laughs> I am not really uh, any sort of historian, but <laughs> thank you for listening to me. Thank you for coming to the street corner and listening to me. Now I can use <laughs> your abilities. Squad goals. <laughs> Sounds like you're all loyal to me. And then he jumps and falls. Yeah. Ah. I must try harder now. You lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me. Uh, I love it when we make insane characters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you, yeah, so you do run the risk of also if we do, like, let's say right now, 
uh, if we somehow progress to exactly the same world, you would have the idea that any sort of world leaders would be these strange uber like these strange uber people well i mean you'd have world leaders you'd have official oppositions there's also celebrities yeah. right like i i think in our current climate there's a lot of celebrities who would have more people loyal to them than <laughs> like politicians i mean but that's sort of what i mean by like the idea of are you telling me kevin loyalty that, that more people are are loyal to trump or more people loyal to kanye <laughs> i think uh, that's the problem is that, that loyalty and allegiance is I can be a somewhat broad term. But whenever it appears in these things, usually it is. Well, it's, it's not broad for us, Kevin. Remember, you have to be willing to move that person without recompense. <laughs> yes, one, one day the, uh, the scientists learned that the way, <laughs> the way that you test, I guess, if your loyalty is through some sort of moving we learned this way back way back in the 1600s when no back in the caveman times (laughs) we learned this during the age of galileo when he discovered the planets and was kicked out of his home (laughs) his friend his friend moved him and asked for no reward and he was a master locksmith, and thus Galileo escaped from jail. <laughs> That's how it worked in this world. Meanwhile, his other friend, who did help him move, but he he requested in recompense a pizza. You see, Galileo did not gain his ability of sweet jumps, <laughs> and so Galileo was recaptured. <laughs> 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 Galileo's life was a lot more interesting in this world. And it, it's already interesting in our world. Um, <laughs> it's a lot more action-filled. <laughs> Galileo, action-packed escape movie. <laughs> action astronomer. The, <laughs> could, you, could you imagine if it in our world, instead of action archaeologists becoming a trope, action astronomer did? <laughs> We we gotta get to get to this this par- part of Egypt so I can see the constellations in this specific <laughs> configuration. Also, the Nazis are here. <laughs> gotta punch them. They're in the way. They're uh, in the way of my telescope. I gotta punch them. <laughs> They're looking. Mer- ret- Mercury's about to go into retrograde. We're gonna. Have <laughs> is that to- a thing astronomers care about, or is that a thing that that astrologers care about? Here's the thing: at a certain point of time, Kevin, they were the same thing. That's true. I'd also be down for an action astrologer, <laughs> an, an action astrologist. <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, the horoscope you, you, for horoscope for Scorpio says you're going to get punched, Nazis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what that is, Kevin. What? That's an idea for a short story or like a web comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, ideal. Yeah, I, I would. I would if it was my book or or comic. I would name it Fire Sign Aries. Uh, <laughs> also pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, what specifically do we think this world would look like? like, like are, what are we talking about on a global? scale because i don't know i don't know on small scales if we'd see the things we saw like with your world where you know people would have to be more considerate about (laughs) weights of things and travel i think the biggest change in this world is that unlike our world where sort of you know people with like-minded uh philosophies or uh similar interests gather together i think in your world people have more appreciation for people who can do things that they cannot well, and also we we sort of skirted around this, but the honest truth about loyalty is that it's not even really you have to like that person. And if and if you take that in mind, some of it could be down. Like you just have to not want to betray them as well. Yeah. Like like it, it could come down to the idea. You're that right. You're right. If you move them without recompense, but you're planning on stealing some of their stuff, doesn't count. What's well, recompense? Yes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I call that just payment on the sly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for helping me move. Do you know where my fridge is? Mm. No. Mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have this nice cold uh, <laughs> freezy. That's <laughs> not kept in a fridge. It's kept in a freezer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on. You didn't steal my fridge then. 
Um, no, so you you don't uh, like them, which means that we would also see things where. Honestly, this is kind of a world where you want to focus down really hard onto one ability because I think being hired might make you loyal to that person. Because if you're not uh, loyal no, to that, no. Because uh, think about it, Kevin. When you were working at Pizza Hut, uh, would would you have moved your boss without recompense? No, but I didn't like my boss. Exactly. You're hired no, no, no. by him. That doesn't mean no, you're no. loyal to him. No, no, no. But you have to understand, I was not loyal to my boss. I did not – I would not do anything for that person. But, like, my current job, I mean, like, the the people that, that, that I work with work with now, I I would say that I am – that I'm not going to betray them. <laughs> I think I think the move I – think, I think the thing is that the would you move them without a recompense only really works for if it's a friend. To, to to gauge your relationship to a friend or family member, you would use the that sort of rule. But if we're just talking about loyalty, I think there are still people out there who I probably would not help them move without recompense. But I'd be like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna betray you. I don't even know what that means in this day I, and I age. I mean, isn't isn't a betrayal the fact that you have to get beer or pizza to move them, Kevin? No, I don't isn't, think honestly isn't that it is. a deep betrayal. I don't think honestly doesn't it is. Doesn't it pain your soul? Because I I just think like this is a world where you you focus really hard on becoming really really good at one thing because then I don't know <laughs> be, you're okay, able okay. to be part uh, how, of a group. How about this, Kevin? There mm-hmm. are three three measures of of whether or not you're loyal to somebody. One, we've already talked about a, a lot. The moving one. Two. If they got in a fight, would you back them up? Or I mean, or I mean, problem- or Kevin? Yeah. Three. If you had the chance to rat them out, would you? Uh, I mean, that's pretty good. And and they're not. You don't have to do all three of those things, but those are kind of like the yeah yeah the three ones. Any one of those things is good. Then then you are considered loyal. Yeah. Well, I well I mean, there's because the thing about the second one, would you get in a fight with them? Is that there's also some, like. There's some people that, that, that you might be liking me loyal to, but you're like, I don't want to get in a fight. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> look. I you, just, I just don't fight anybody. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm thinking of anime rules here. There are people that you're like, oh, I'm loyal to you, but you can fight for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm loyal to you, but honestly, you get in way too many fights. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore, Goku. Okay, Kevin. Yeah, well, I, would you, I, would, <laughs> Sorry, get no, get, actually, get in your last point because we've got to make these worlds kiss and then no no it's gonna make a very dumb inside joke on Dragon Ball let's instead go to these okay <laughs> go to these things let's make them kiss okay so Kevin what happens when both of these powers exist in the world well <laughs> we kind of did pick powers that don't have too much overlap yeah they, but what it, they don't interact except for in one way and and that's you can have someone be loyal to you from very far away in this world. Yeah, I mean, I think also, I think maybe in that case, I think that if someone is loyal to you, if these two powers exist, that is also the idea being that they will swap with you no matter what. No, not no matter what, man. No, no, I think, <laughs> I, I, look, no, here's here's the thing. We, in, we this is a world okay, okay. where both, y- no, no, yes, they'll swap with your, you no matter shut what, your mouth. Kevin. Shut not, your mouth. Not when they're sleeping. <laughs> yes, when they're sleeping. <laughs> no. Yes, well, here's the reason why. This is a world where both... Where, where loyalty is a specific function of like of actually transferring an ability and connecting people together and a world where you can swap with someone who agrees to swap with you why would it not be that if you have a loyalty link going both ways you can swap with each other okay immediately I, I will I will, that Kevin. could that could here's the thing though if you swap with someone and they're like why the hell did you do that you could lose their loyalty yeah yeah that's what I was gonna say I was gonna say a lot of people lose loyalty that way <laughs> yeah but but that doesn't mean that but it does mean that you can but also for some people you might be able to do it and they're like ah you it might it might hey for some people it I mean, might you, save you could them. only do that so many times without asking before someone's like seriously man you're fucking me over <laughs> it depends on your depends on your relationship yeah once again someone might do that but at, but at that point you haven't <laughs> you haven't helped them move with asking for recompense you you might still back him up in a fight and um <laughs> what was the third one again oh yeah and you won't snitch on him because snitches that, get stitches. Kevin. That doesn't mean, but you also might just sometimes swap with them for no reason. 
I guess so. I guess it's a complex thing. I, I feel like loyalty would change more in the world where both of these powers exist. But I think it would uh, be I, more fleeting. <laughs> but I think, I mean, maybe it, it would depend on each individual person. But I think if we're going to make these two powers have to coexist somehow, they have to relate to each other in some way. Yeah. And I think having that once you have a loyalty, I, I think I think even it works this way. If someone is loyal to you, you can swap with them. Uh, all right. Yeah, so it it works. So it obviously, it works both ways. You can both do it, but if someone's just loyal to you, presume the, the presumption there is that if they are loyal to you, they are always willing to swap. Yeah, I mean that that also opens up more of that conversation we had at the beginning, where it's like, hey, I tried to swap with you, and uh, nothing happened. Yeah, it all it, uh, it also it also means is that if someone is let's say skydiving and they're like, oh god, I don't want to die. Well, I know someone's loyal to me. Yeah. You swap them out, and then they're like, well, I'm no longer loyal to him. Because I'm But I'm dead. also dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, once again, loyalty I can mean, that's go a, one that's way. that's a crime. That's a crime, right? No, it's fully a crime. Yeah. But how will they catch you? Um, I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, they'll probably just look at the paperwork you have to sign before going skydiving. Uh, I have to imagine that essentially what it would be is that eventually... People would be like, I can't help but notice that everyone who's loyal to him dies. <laughs> he keeps he he keeps swapping positions with people just before he gets shot. Or in a car accident. Like like that's a very anime thing to essentially have yeah, the that's, boss. That, that's a very anime villain. Who just swaps with his underlings and eventually they're like, you know what? I don't think I'm loyal to him anymore. And then okay. he can't swap with you. So basically, it's just anime villain world when they're both there together. I mean, <laughs> that's that's I mean, all we've decided. I mean, once again, it depends on the person. But that is something they can do. That yeah. is an option. Okay, now that they're done kissing, let's have them fight, Kevin. If these worlds uh, were fighting each other, who would win? I mean, I'm going uh, to... The teleswap thing... Be Okay. Going back to what I was saying earlier, the teleswap thing has one very good advantage for it, which is infiltration. And I don't think I actually really got into this while you're talking about it, mm -hmm. because the idea being is that if you have, like, a highly trained assassin um, who needs to sneak into a building, you don't have to be like, oh, we're going to have to set up some way to get him inside. You just pay off someone who agrees to doing that, and they allow to swap with the assassin. You still would have to pay off someone. You still have to get them to, to be a traitor. Yeah. But I well, think I mean, it's... I mean, the thing is, is that, uh, like, the the swapping, you can also just, like, in the beginning, when people don't know the abilities, <laughs> like, they can literally just catapult a sack of grain into your, like, city yeah. and, and swap with it, right? Yeah. Um, the, the problem you have, of course, is that if you have a group – a small ragtag group that's all loyal to each other where one person has just worked out so much and is jacked and then someone else who spent all their time studying like tactics and martial arts and then someone else who you know has learned to pick locks you essentially have an entire party of just who are better than any individual teleswapper i think the thing is i think this would be a really long fight um because the teleswappers are hard to catch um but the the loyalty people uh, and their squads have higher combat potential yeah i think i think the thing is that at a certain point though the loyalty people i always feel weird arguing for the power that i brought in um but i think that the things that eventually the loyalty people would essentially figure out like okay so they can swap with things that are the same size of them or other people who agree to it and the problem with the problem with be, being able to only teleport with people who are able to agree with it means you just get a whole bunch of martyrs yeah which means well, if i i think the thing would be is what would happen first would the would the teleswappers be able to divide and conquer or would the squad goals like uh <laughs> ma manage to come together right the the, the uh, problem the, the pro i think is that i think the thing is that when we were talking about the loyalty based uh power replication is that like it it has a lot of things to do with things you see in anime and like combat things because that's really where it's from like it is from the idea of these like you know you have 
the squad leader and they have the abilities of all the of all the people or they're stronger with all those people yeah um so we're putting these people in a specific circumstance that is actually built for yeah. the loyalty based power application yeah the teleswappers just have an advantage in logistics that's pretty much it yeah, and they can do that fun relay message thing. Yay! Yeah, which uh, which unfortunately still leaves one person behind. <laughs> well, the, the, here's here's what I'll say: when you're doing that relay thing, you really don't want to be the first swap. Well, here's here's <laughs> here's the thing, Kevin. Uh, if they've got like telephones, they can be like, "Hey, I found a rock that's your size. Tell like teleswap with it." <laughs> <laughs> well, so you tell me, this is a world where people have to be really, really good at just. Guessing size, but uh, guessing mass by size. Yeah, appraisal is an important thing in that world. Because, well, I mean, because you, you're like, oh, that rock is probably about their size, but you don't know. Maybe it's about a bunch of hollow pieces in the middle. Maybe it's not very dense. Maybe it's not very dense. Um, if you have opinions on these two worlds for what would happen <laughs> when they kiss and fight, uh, please let us know in your rating or review wherever you're listening to our podcast. Yeah, uh, and if you want to talk to us about your ideas of how these worlds would you know, function and work, uh, then you can get us on Twitter. I'm at StrongmanKWeer. I'm at Mighty Thews, and you can get us together at Third Space Cast. You can send us an email at thirdspacepodcast.com. Or check out our website at thirdspacepodcast.com. Thirdspacepodcast at Gmail. Did I say at Gmail? Yeah, you did now. Okay. It's, <laughs> a, it's at gmail.com. <laughs> and our theme song is Barog Boogie by the Apple Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I close 32 of our 35 internet tabs. But I might need to go to those websites. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. Cool.